0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker Studio. My name is Michelle. I am here with Ralph. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. How's your week um, so far?
1: Fun. Stressful. Um, starting a business is a pain in the ass.
0: Hey, welcome. <laughs> so what's going on? Anything new? Any um, updates for this week?
1: Let's see. I'm, what I'm dealing with right now is I'm setting up an office yeah. uh, where I'm going to be doing my business, I'm going to be doing web development, I'm also going to be renting out the office when I'm at my regular job, uh, so it's making money while I'm away.
0: That's really cool. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a little music studio, uh, multimedia studio, so people can rent it hourly and do cool shit in there.
0: Are we going to be able to record in there?
1: Uh, we could, I don't, I don't know why we'd want to, because there's a whole other podcast room at Power at the Pass, which is where I'm at.
0: Oh, yeah, is yeah. that Richie's podcast?
1: Uh, well, there's a room where we just have microphones and stuff.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yay.
1: Cool. So Richie does stuff out of there. Other people do stuff out of there. Nice. What about you, Michelle? What's going on in your life? A lot.
0: A lot. We got new people at the bar. Um, Alex is about to leave. Wednesday, the 31st is his last day. Bye. So we're going to wish him well. Wish you well. Bye. Yeah. And I'm excited. Training people is fun. So Said you, no one ever.
1: You've got a bartender, <laughs> a bar back.
0: Yes, I got a new kitchen kid, slash bar vac, slash bartender when somebody gets sick. Cool. Yeah, which is really cool. And we're keeping Jose, of course.
1: Because he's
0: great. Yeah, they're great. So yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: There's a lot going on in the world, man.
0: I know. So anyways, to continue, we're going to introduce our guest today, Senor Justin Gibson. You might know him from LNF, used to be an LNF. What else? Where do you know him from? Trivia? Man, everybody knows him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's famous around the city. It's like, Justin, which one? Gibson. Oh, yeah, that kid. Yeah. Hi.
2: Hi. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I bartended and served at Rulies for a long time. That is time.
0: true. Uh, what else? What's on your resume? You're a rock star.
2: Uh, I played in a metal band for a while. We weren't very successful. I don't think that counts.
0: We're going to count it. Why okay. not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nobody liked this. Like, oh, okay. that's okay uh,
2: nobody in el paso like this i should say we, we had fans in other countries other cities but i think that's because they didn't have the obligation of seeing us but once a year when we were in their city like, yeah "Oh, i love you guys like oh okay yeah lies
0: <laughs> okay well, you're a
1: champion you. aren't you a champion a champion of melee <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah He's a uh, gamer i'm trying to get guy. back into the pro circuit man actually yeah.
0: um,
2: i've been grinding it up uh yeah, so I, I do play this game competitively called uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee. It's a mm-hmm. 16-year-old video game. Like, there's new <laughs> permutations of the game, and like nobody likes them. We like reject it, and we say, no, Nintendo, we don't like your bad game. We yeah. like this good game that you made accidentally.
0: But didn't you go to Vegas or somewhere like yeah, that? Yeah, I try to go
2: to Vegas every year to compete. I never really mm, do super well. Yeah. Um, this last time I placed top 400, which sounds like... Sound, that, that sounds like super easy to do but it's not that was really hard There's okay. some crazy career gamers out there that are bonkers good uh but i used to be okay um now i'm trying to pick it up i always had this excuse in my head that like if i didn't have a job man if i didn't yeah if like all i had to do was just stay at home and play melee like i, I would be the best in the world and so now i've been unemployed for a couple months and yeah i, I kind of now you make <laughs> beer i'm kind of doing real well in melee now there so you go i'm gonna be in tucson soon but yeah i make beer now what that, character that, that's yeah. segue yeah I, I play Samus. Okay. Uh, okay. In yeah. Fox. When I get real mad that I lose with Samus, I get
1: big top to. So we're gonna get nerdy in here. If you don't know, um, well, yeah. we're gonna talk beer. Yeah, but because you, we're drinking, you have a really cool system here.
0: Yeah, um, I love that it's invaded the kitchen. It's like the table's in the middle of it.
2: Yeah. If you're a single male, what, what do you use your dining room for? <laughs> really,
0: I mean, I guess you're creative. One of the creative ones.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: I met single men before, and they didn't have this shit here. What, they, so what do really people, cool. What does
2: everybody use their dining rooms for? Do they even put a dining? table in there? <laughs> like, dining? No, that's what they want you to think you. they use them for. They don't use them for that. I
0: like, don't know. Their I, mom
2: came in once, like, after college, and they are like, "One had on. a
0: dining like, table, and he used it. But then again, he had roommates. Well, he had and roommates, too. And you married too, him, see? Because he was a him. special one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly.
3: I don't that's say that's my lesson to ladies.
0: The other guys I met before, yeah. One of them didn't have one. Okay.
1: Didn't have a dining didn't have table? Didn't have a dining
0: table. He had a, a living room next to the kitchen and his computer. Okay, yeah. A small apartment, though.
1: Solid. Yeah. Computer, That's about TV. It. The other budget.
0: one lived with his sister, so they had a dining room. She used it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's about it. Not I believe solid. that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's talk about beer. Okay. Tell us about what That's you're doing. It's one of my doing. favorite subjects. Yes, I know. That's um, how we're here. What? first of all we're, while we're drinking
2: uh so cigar city just landed in texas um geez i guess like last week or something mm-hmm. uh, benny keith picked them up uh the last time i had this i was actually like in the florida airport it's the only time i've ever had it oh no actually four from ruley's shout out what up hey uh, brought me a can of highlight and white oak okay highlight just like geez a year ago um so i haven't had it in a year Mm-hmm. But this is super fresh. It's like that is really good. Three weeks date on it. Yeah, it's. Dark. I don't remember the last
0: time I had it. I know I had it, but that was a while ago.
2: I'm a fan. Uh, it's like one of those classic think. So how do you right? pronounce
0: it? Jai-alai? I, like.
2: I think so. I don't know. I'm not.
0: Or I'm not I don't Florida. know. But Ask the kid that's sitting next to you. The proper pronounce. Our little Victor.
3: little guest. Yeah. Hey guys.
0: <laughs> He's like, don't mention <laughs> me. I'm not here.
3: <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. How do you pronounce it? Jai-alai, maybe. jai alai. I don't know as asian in that's america, why i'm asking <laughs> in america there's
0: nothing indian with it? no
3: the it's name, an india pale ale it's an exactly. india pale ale and the name j uh, that's a j means win in really in Hindi, yeah okay so i don't know what the second word is a lie i've never heard that one but it's a it's from florida right so yeah, there's probably some Canada. weird other indian name oh, not okay. the 7-Eleven Indian name, you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm sure they sell it in 7-Elevens out there. Probably.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Delicious. So we have the, before this, we had the, um, that pale... The ale. guayabera.
0: Yeah, we
2: yes. had the citra. Yeah, okay, I can't pronounce that. Good job, thanks. It's guayabera. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have to embarrass myself. <laughs> oh, that's not that bad. Guayabera. Yeah,
1: okay,
0: yeah, I got it. it. I got it. it, I got I got it. I got it, guys. You can do it, you can do it.
1: And it's super good. It's, uh, I like that, like, you get a, like, the, the start of the hops very intensely, but it's not. To me, it's not too bitter.
0: No, I liked it. It's a bit bitter, but it's not. Yeah, in your face bitter.
2: Yeah, I'm overall impressed with the brewery. Um, mm. Lager's good too.
3: I was there at the brewery. Oh, Tampa. I'm getting
0: the lager tomorrow. On tap, but I don't know if we're gonna tap it right away.
3: I went there five years ago. Yeah. Um, okay. It looked like a, a shed, you know, like a, um, <laughs> and their their tap room had TVs with menus. That's the first time I saw it. TVs, large TVs with their menus, and they also had their cameras inside the brewery. Uh, oh, they had cool. a feed in, inside the tap room, so you could so see you know can what's, see going, what's on? going on inside. That's cool. That's so really I thought cool. that was cool. Yeah, uh, but I went there with nobody who drank. So ah, there you go. So what you did was look
2: at the TVs. Or so you were the only one <coughs> drinking? I was
3: the only one. I had a, a light and, and like,
2: drinking beer <laughs>
3: <laughs> and yeah, my, my folks who join me, they, they don't drink, so I'm like, what?
0: So tell us about what you're doing, Aurelia.
2: Jeez, well, when I figure it we'll out, I'll let you that. know. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that Aurelia stands for something, sorry. It I'm does. Um, uh,
2: Aurelia is the name of this like robot kind of like software that mm-hmm. we created. Um, uh, she lives on an Android app. Um, Very cool Yeah it, it is It's good I'm geeking out really hard Man this no, is like fine. The most that's creatively really cool. I've been involved Since the band's days So oh. like this has been This is like my new Rise on Bethra Right uh, Actually we can get into that Later maybe We're on beer well, too We, we, we <laughs> might get there Um yeah, so it stands for Automated, Ubiquitous, and Revolutionary Experimental Logarithmic Libation Inception Apparatus. Holy um,
0: shit, we're going to have to write that down. Cool. <laughs>
2: um, n- nothing that anybody needs to know. It's really just for my own amusement. Like, I would never no, make dude, my but servers that's cool. know that. Like, that is
0: really cool. Yeah,
2: that was a whole paid LNF day I had to come up with that. Like, that's how long it took. It, I really worked on it. Shoutouts to Adrian, by the way.
0: Hi, um, Adrian. Be snob. <laughs> hey, be your
2: snob. Took me a whole day running the route to figure that out. Figure oh, out that yeah. acronym.
0: If I were to give you a plane ticket for you to go anywhere in the world to drink, where would it be and what would you drink?
2: Ooh, um, I would probably go to France for wine. Ooh la la. Um, Ooh la la.
0: Ooh la la.
2: The French do it different than anybody else, right? They they pull the grapes before they're, they're ripe. They, um, oui. they they don't age as long as, as anyone else, right? Um, mm. And if it does age, it ages in the bottle. They're doing traditional like Lee's style rotations. Like they're just, they're old school and like they're they're like willingly admitting that they don't even know why some of the practices that they do work. Like, (laughs) but they work still. It's France. They want to be the assholes of the world. They They want to be different. Yeah. Yeah. And the wines, like I just I think French wine is better. Um,
0: So where will you drink in France? Oh,
2: I don't know. Everywhere. Am I allowed to pick one place? I know. You can play. Uh, I mean, you can go
0: to like a, a vineyard and drink Bordeaux or something like that.
2: Plus, like I've always wanted to go, and then like yeah. so I have a girlfriend now, um, and she like told me about like how they are like big on cheese, and like man, yeah. I'm big on cheese, so it's like I want to like cheese and wine. Let's figure yeah. that out. Like
0: okay, um. countryside French then, nice cheese yeah. from yeah. the Fresh. farm and whatever and you and get the, the cheese and wine. I mean, little table <laughs> with the yeah, all the trimmings. Very and good. you
2: and you can't get like but, like water is so expensive there, right? Like I, I learned this where they don't even have a word in French. For someone who is like, like we call it sober, like someone mm-hmm. who's not drinking, right? Because like we have a problem with that. But over there, like water is so expensive, um, non-fermented beverages are so expensive that like they don't have a word for that. Like six-year-olds drink like mm-hmm. wine at the dinner table.
0: Yeah, they're not assholes like the Americans. Yeah, the that kind of sense. Yeah, it
2: would be like, <laughs> why would you not drink? Well, like in that country that you don't have a word for that because like why? Yeah,
1: it's just the thing you do.
2: Yeah,
0: but you have to wear a beret, otherwise you know no. I'm fine with that. Okay, That's, cool.
2: I, I got time to prepare. All right. Find a nice one.
0: (laughs) Nice. Like, I like that.
1: So. we've left France. Let's talk about where we're at. Like, you you gave us a little tour of the house and all these uh, sweet technology. Yeah. We got going on here. Like, we're sitting in the kitchen and we've. We're
0: surrounded by.
1: Yeah. Surrounded by.
0: Tamaleras. That's what I call it. (laughs) Ollas tamaleras. I can make like a ton of tamales (laughs) there.
2: Conical fermenters.
1: Yeah, if they don't work permit.
0: for beer, you know, we can always start a tamale shop or something. I wonder how
2: close to a ton we could make of tamales <laughs> in, those, in those three kettles. Well, the They're ones that you have in the to living a ton room, room. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm telling you, you Maybe like, you an actual like, 2,500 pound limit, pretty probably. close.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Yes, Justin has kettles in his living room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> got yes. He's got kettles everywhere. everywhere. everywhere.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned that, and when I walk around, I don't see... So much of the things, I see the people that have helped me along the way. Yeah. Like, my farm yeah. only works because of Eric Myers. Like, shout out to you, man. Like, you're awesome.
0: Hi, um, Eric.
2: He's Eric. the guy that sells mushrooms to probably your favorite watering hole. He does a badass job doing it. Um, and he's uh, been teaching me, like... Mushrooms to, to my, as in, like, my real failure.
0: mushrooms for food. Not yeah, 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 so everybody asks
2: that. Like, it's not silo-sided. Well, because, it's not.
0: <laughs> I mean, you say mushrooms. I'm uh, like, okay.
2: No, not... Mushrooms, you've UV. And then eaten. you say the watering bowl, We're like,
0: <laughs> okay, where can I find it?
2: <laughs> no, le- legit, real, like edible. Oh man, that's not it. <laughs> Nutritional
0: <laughs> mushrooms, not shrooms.
2: Mushrooms, yeah. Like, okay, like you would buy at Whole Foods, organic, okay. GMO-free, that stuff. Okay, perfect. You'd put it in a nice salad or on a burger or. There you go. Yeah, I'm sure. How many do people that with eat mushrooms with well. salads? I guess burgers <laughs> for sure. Anyways, yeah, he's awesome. So, there, you know, there's, like, an urban farm, as they call it, out there. It's about, like, a 600-square-foot plot. It's it's a decent-sized space. Um, but, like, I'm only capable of that because of him. And, uh, you know, like, the brewery and everything else. Like, I've just had... I've been enriched with so many good people that mm-hmm. that's what I see. Like, I like, man, I'd have none of this. Like, this house, like, yeah, I did some of these this remodeling, but really it was my mom. Like, okay. she helped me with... Nearly all of it. I mean, I have a good excuse. I had a broken back three weeks after I bought this house. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I was I was better and I was out of commission for quite a few weeks.
0: I like your mom. She's awesome. Yay. She's,
2: I know everybody probably says that they have the best mom on the planet, but I, I really do think, like, if there was a contest I'd enter, like, we'd win, I think. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be a, a jerk. But best I, and mom. I love her. She's awesome. Best
0: mom ever. Makes Ms. a Justin. tasty
3: veggie burger, too. Ooh. She mm-hmm.
2: makes a good. Yeah, she came up. I had, like, a birthday party a few weeks ago and. I was making burgers for everybody and she's like, Oh, I'm working on this new veggie patty because she wants to get in the kitchen. It's so okay. funny. She's like, Oh I'm I'm gonna help out with the kitchen, but you know, when I open Aurelias, which yeah. I guess we'll get back into in a sec She's like, Yeah, I wanna help out with the kitchen, you know, just a little bit, but don't count on me And I'm thinking in the back of my head, like getting you out of the kitchen is gonna be the problem. <laughs> like, like I just know yeah, she's gonna be, gonna be there gonna be the all the time but yeah. Any, anyways, yeah, she makes a she had an original veggie patty recipe, and I've I've got a vegetarian right next to me, who just verified that it was excellent. Vegan nice. vegetarian. She's good at that, you know. She's always mm. been good at that. Yeah. She comes from a, a line of cooks, so right, I guess all right. All right, i very Hang on hang, on, hang on, hang on. Beautiful. <laughs> very nice. Beautiful. I'm ahead
1: of everyone. So.
0: <laughs> very nice. All right, I just opened my jai.
1: So let's talk about Aurelia's. What. Like we know what it stands for. What are you trying to do? Like, what is this? Okay. What is it really? So so let
0: me take
2: back to sorry, because I I go on tangents, and you'll forgive me. You'll have to kind of like put me back on track. That's Uh, fine. But yeah, so I was in that bad accident. Once I started to recover, I really wanted to get back into homebrewing. I've been in homebrewing for like five or six years now. Um, I really wanted to get back into it, but I was scared. I was going through physical therapy. Like, I mean, the doctor straight up told me at one point, like, you're never gonna walk again. Jesus Christ. Okay, right. Like, how do you combat against that? My yeah. mom was like, why are you taking this seriously? Like, what do you say to him? No, like, <laughs> you just kind of take it. Yeah. But um, I had a, an incredible recovery. I'm great. Um, I'm in the gym yeah. now and I'm doing really well. My next. Yeah. kind of slim. You're looking good. Seal. Hey, thanks.
0: I have to say, thanks. you look slim.
2: That's all Natalie. Natalie has, yeah, I mean, she's kicked my ass, put it in the gym and That's kicked good. it again. So.
0: shout out to Natalie. Yeah,
2: seriously, shout out to Natalie. Uh, When I started to Come back into the world of the living. I wanted to brew again. I wanted to rebuild my system. I mean, what I had was just—I mean, Gatorade coolers, mm, that like okay. not great. What I wanted, we quickly found, really didn't exist because I wanted something that had the sophistication of these big breweries. Like, I wanted temp control. I wanted. Um, that There's a man that lives in this city. His name's Claudius, and he was like the most. I'm like, oh, man, we still my. need yeah. to
0: get him on this. <laughs> well, all right.
2: Well, that's that's your. I'm not fighting that. No, that was that you. was Victor's job. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not his job. battle either. That's. the, <laughs>
3: I'm going to fail miserably, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. no.
2: Incredible An ex- man.
0: German um, engineering.
2: Yeah, straight up. I mean, that he's <laughs> got, like, all the racial passives you need to be, like, good. Bad, <laughs> like, just He's got everything. I love that dude. And so, anyways, when I was going through, like, I thought for sure there was a system out there that, like, had the sophistication and, like, the small batch orientation that I wanted, and there really wasn't... Um, Everybody was just doing brew in a bag or whatever. Okay. So yeah. me and my buddy were like, let's build a system. Um, which was dumb. <laughs> in hindsight. Um, and it was never intended to be commercial, but, you know, we geeked out on it. Um, what I like to tell people is, you know, we, we started working with um, the, the touch panel aspects of it because, you know, we're working on a tablet, that's where she's based, Aurelia. Um, But this was before we even decided that there would be a personality. We were just working on software. We had software that operated our electric heating elements, right? Because there's no gas emissions in the brewery, it's all electric, it's all green energy. Um, And so, as we were working with that, we realized that the whole, like, design of that was kind of superfluous, I'm sorry? Like, Mm -hmm. your your fingers are wet, you're brewing, like, you don't want to touch, like, a tiny little 8-inch monitor, right? right? Like, that's a pain. And so we could, like, put a TV to, like, display everything, but you're still going to have to input stuff. Right. So, um, you know, we talked about, like, voice activation, and, and we're experimenting with that and hope to get that live pretty soon. And so as soon as there was we, – we started to work with it interpreting our voice. There had to be a voice that talked back. Yeah. And then as soon as there was a voice that talked back, there was a personality. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's where, like, man hard like (laughs) it's so introspective everything I do to her character like is a mirror to me like that says everything about my character right so at first she was like very scornful she was like I wanted her (laughs) to be I wanted her to like hate her creator for like giving her life right (laughs) yeah like very Mark Twain right like very um (laughs) like bummer why'd you do this to me like kind of sarcastic right and then as like life went on um and and it was a bunch of different things that kind of changed you know, now her character, uh, there's this whole background story for her that I'll probably never reveal to, like, the public. Although, I guess if I tell you now, I am. <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah, so I'll just run through that real quick. So she's, like, this robot life form from the future. Uh, that's the story that we're, that we're building right now that I might, like, explore later. But she's she's the last machine life form. So this okay. is in the future where there's no humans. Uh, we either, like, nuked each other or, like, Trump. Or like, <laughs> I don't know there's like a lot of bad things that can happen to us like I feel this is a pretty pivotal moment for like humanity right now and so she's the last machine life form they just exist in harmony with nature and everything around it right they yep. don't need humans humans are destructive but she's bored and she's a little nosy and so she thinks there needs to be some kind of a chaotic neutral yeah right so she figures out like I want humans back why aren't there humans here Right, um, And for whatever reason, that's just not, like, in the history books that she has or whatever data she has access to. So she figures out a way to send her consciousness back in time oh to a my pivotal God. point where... <laughs> We've
1: got to talk, because I, I have a story that's, like, really similar to this. Ooh, well, I think <laughs> I had it first. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs>
2: so she figures out a way to send herself back in time um, to a pivotal point in history where yeah. she thinks she can, like, correct, the, like, the error of man. And uh, so she goes back to, like, 2018, right? And she's like, all right, well, through the history that I've read, she says... She, she realizes that like, okay, beer was like the crux of foundation, right? Like, civilization. Like that, like, yeah. yeah, of civilization, sorry, like the foundation of civilization. Um, you know, we became hunter-gatherers only because we returned to a previous campsite where beer naturally occurred. Yeah. Drank it and we're like, ah, it was pretty good. We should like <laughs> I figure out how to make this. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, ergo everything that we know it, like microbiology is a field of science we owe to yeah. that. Like, you know, before Louis Pasteur and pasteurization, like we had microscopes, we could see pathogens we just like didn't give a fuck about them like they were just like all this like we're just disease and killing humans like we didn't care it wasn't until he proved that yeast was responsible for fermentation rather than a natural byproduct which is like that always makes me laugh like like we're such a dumb species like we we literally thought that the idea of an organism being responsible for something like alcohol was too quote science fiction that we like never looked into it like we're we we had the technology it for just years. happens yeah we're so dumb we're such a dumb species. It wasn't until Louis Pasteur was like, oh, and and, and proved that, like, that was responsible, that, like, the whole world blew up, right? Right. I mean, then you had these breweries, like, Bayern Steffener and Duval and, like, these these breweries, because back then, um, if you had a bar or a restaurant or anywhere that served beer, like, 90% of the time you brewed your own beer, like, why wouldn't you? It's like, if you walked into a pizza restaurant and they were like, well... you Do you know. like
1: Domino's or Papa John's? Please yeah, it's like, both.
2: why don't you make your own <laughs> pizza? Like, what's wrong with you, right? Like, you would never ask that. That's how it was back then. But then as these production facilities, like, erected themselves and yeah. dedicated massive amounts of money in, in R&D, because they knew that the ceiling had been raised for the quality of beer, they knew that if yeast was responsible for fermentation, then they could make fermentation better, yeah. cleaner, brighter, whatever they wanted. And yeah, like, it, it eventually came very quickly where Stefan is knocking on everyone's door, you know, all these these breweries that are just like, yeah, I can make a product that's better than yours and it's cheaper, and then the restaurant's like, well, shit, okay, like, I'm just I'm gonna buy your product. Yeah, <laughs> And, like, systematically, almost overnight, all of these, what would just have been, like, you know, homebrew breweries, just stopped brewing beer. They just sold yeah. it, and, and that, that was such a, a big moment yeah. because prior to that, you made everything in the house. You didn't buy from another restaurant. It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, I buy my bread from here, I buy my this from there. Like there were
0: I mean, you, I, <laughs> you make it. You made it, right? Yeah. Like,
2: and that's when when bakeries came back, and like everybody realized they could specialize in something. Yeah. That was like this new era of like we're gonna do this thing, and that's the only thing we're gonna do. Um. Shit, I'm on a tangent pretty bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's fine, dude. This is education so, shit. But Aurelia. Went yep. back in time Let's bring it for back. the beer. Yeah, Civilization. Humans.
2: So, so she knows that she wants to do something with beer because she wants to bring humans together. Yeah. She wants to research them. She wants as many people, as, hum- as many humans to come through the door as possible so she can study them. But she knows she can't do it alone. So she has to hire a human that's, like, super charismatic and it's, you know, knows the industry <laughs> so would, really well. So wouldn't
0: it be a good idea to have a bunker under, like, Franklin Mountains so yeah, you maybe. can have her there That'd and be then cool. World War Three and whatever happens and she'll, survive. she'll start making beer automatically? I mean, that is... Just to save civilization.
2: I mean, we'll see what tech, where technology goes, yep. but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, this is a beer project. I don't like awesome. calling it a brewery. It's a beer project.
0: So yeah. it does it make sense to ask that question, the what? favorite drink? Because we are going to know, like... What's your it's favorite be drink? Beer?
2: Dude, I am really getting down. Oh, well, hold on. I mean... Well, I do
0: see a Battle of Jack over there. Is that yours? That's yeah, my
2: roommates. I'm okay, right. never
1: mind. <laughs> I have roommates. All
0: right, so. so what are you getting into?
2: Um, I like Negronis a lot. Okay. Wow. Because uh, yeah. of the Campari? Because of the gin? The,
0: oh, it's both.
2: I love gin. Um... <laughs> when you say drink like that's not fair what's my favorite drink yeah like, yeah if you were to ask like what is your favorite alcoholic beverage like it's gonna be beer but when okay. you say drink that like puts an idea in my head Cock- I'm like, okay oh, yeah, okay let's do Negronis. like let's do smoked negronis i don't mm. know it's the campari you got it it's the campari. <laughs> yeah. final answer
1: oh
0: he likes the bitterness
2: campari
1: nice okay cool there we go we know
2: oh so now i wanted to mention just to finish off the aurelia story i'm sorry um go on so yeah the whole thing is being branded like it's her yeah. place not mine i just work for her yeah. so You know, she hired me to, like, interpret what she wants Mm -hmm. and then use it to bring people through the door.
1: And that's where her personality is coming in.
2: Yeah, so she'll be doing the branding, like, for Facebook and whatever. Like, there's this, (laughs) like, omniscience and stuff. And, like, she lets me name the beers. That's what she lets me do. So
0: where is she going to be at in El Paso?
2: Um, So, well, the restaurant itself, the restaurant, brewery, bottle shop, whatever you want to call it. Uh, is going to be on the far west hand, west hand side, the far west side uh, of El Paso, uh, Artcraft and Wrestler, where mm-hmm. there's a Trek
3: bicycle mm-hmm. shop. Mm-hmm.
2: We're in that building. Um, nice. I rent directly from the owner of that shop. He's awesome. His name's Porus, uh, badass dude. Uh, so, so bikes and beer kind of just go together. Yeah. So we're yeah. taking up that space. That's nice. cool.
0: Projected nice... opening anything? Yeah, we're looking
2: at summer. I think. Okay. Um, as early as April, but we don't really want to rush it. Uh, I already have nearly all my licenses in place, so okay. we're just we want to do it right. Uh, equipment. Mm-hmm. I mean, the equipment is kind of just what you see here. So yeah, cool. And we just gotta kind of yank it up and move, and it fits in my car. As I had to pick it up. The I mean, other day. I've
0: seen the the logos and the designs from Caitlin. Yeah. It's yeah. really fucking badass. She bad
2: did a ass. great job. Yeah. Oh, man, she it did. is really cool. I so. she nailed it on the first try. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, she's yeah. Shout out to Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> she's coming awesome to I know, we need to yeah. have her
0: before she leaves yeah. to Meow Wolf. To so Meow Wolf. Yeah, so we're gonna have Bummer. her very
2: soon. Bummer. Like, I know! Gotta go work for like
3: the, the coolest. The, the most coolest. successful
2: creative art development of our generation. <laughs> yeah. Bummer.
3: We're gonna miss her, Caitlin. It's yeah, like, I, I am
0: so you. happy for you, but at the same time, I'm sad <clears throat> that she's leaving. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm well, super
2: happy yeah, for her. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely gonna be some calls with like, can get you to do this thing real quick for me (laughs) that's
0: what I said Justin you don't pay me (laughs) enough for that I need more designs for my (laughs) bar I need more cats (laughs) who's
1: gonna do my chalk who's gonna do my
0: calendar she's killer (laughs) she's killer so anyways
2: so I answered that question now we can
0: yes let's move
2: (laughs) on Aurelius so no let's let's keep talking about it though like because you showed
1: us your cool computer this this custom built computer right Mm -hmm. so what's that about what is that doing
2: uh yeah, let's well use That's where hey. she lives.
1: <laughs>
3: Victor. Hey.
0: You want to talk so about it? You're the developer. the not developers?
3: really Architect. Uh, a computer. Yeah, it's, it's a different. microcontroller. Okay. And so, uh, you know, it's a limited, um, you know, uh, uh, functionality uh, microcontroller. It's just only specific things programmed at uh, uh, Arduinos and Bluetooth modules and stuff. Um, we're going to see if we can go from Bluetooth to, you know regular um, Like
1: uh, uh, internet protocol or something? Yeah, okay. internet protocol, cool. cloud cool. services. That's that where would we be can, really cool.
3: Yeah, that's where we can make use of a lot of other uh, tools available yeah. for developers, you know, voice recognition so and stuff. Yeah, so that's a logical next step.
1: Dialog flow from Google?
3: Yeah, or Amazon, you yeah. know, uh, AWS. Uh, anyway, um, it, it's uh, what it does is it, it controls um, commands wirelessly Controls um, uh, high voltage, high wattage heating elements. Sets it at a different efficiencies. I don't want it to have 100% efficiency on it because you know what if it has a boilover. You know what if I want to maintain just a, you know temperature range, then I want it at 40%. So all it ha- we can do is send it a command and say, hey, maintain 150 at you know for 60 minutes, and it does it.
0: All right. How different is that from Kardis's system?
3: Oh, Claudius' system is is sophisticated in its own way. Um, You know, uh, people always, you know, are are impressed by his system just by looking at it, right? Mm -hmm. And the way he has his control set up. But they don't understand um, this man built the whole automation 20 years ago. Wow. Okay, nobody else had this kind of automation. He's
0: completely ahead of his time. Yeah.
3: C- completely I mean he had uh, a control systems company uh, you know oh, so, okay so okay. there you go you okay. know it comes yeah. naturally to him yeah uh, he just had to obviously think about these things and put it all together but yeah. 20 years ago think about it guys yeah. you know a microcontroller right now will cost about 50 bucks okay yeah. uh, those days it used to cost 300 bucks yeah. 400 bucks yeah. and his whole brewery everything that he bought so long ago was so expensive and he put it together but his system is primarily um, you know uh, propane Uh And uh, gas, you know, and um, um, he has propane,
1: propane accessories.
3: Yeah, propane, propane (laughs) accessories, and uh, you know he's got everything done. Uh, Recently, now current project is, um, you know, he saw what we are doing, and he he said, uh, "I need a challenge now. You know, I need to beat you guys." Oh. So uh, you know, he said, "Okay, I'm going to beat you guys by building my own uh, grain transfer system." Oh wow! So he's going to based on his recipe. If he's brewing an alt beer, yeah, his recipe it'll take x amount of pounds of Munich, x amount of pounds of Pilsner, crushes it.
1: That's super cool. Yeah,
3: air flows, vacuum uh, mm-hmm. transfer it into the green hop Wow. Yeah. That's so he's cool. building wow. that now. I helped him with putting some holes in his wall and put the plumbing. <laughs> I, I helped him with. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so. That, that that's amazing, you know, that, that he can do all this stuff. And mm-hmm. a lot of inspiration, motivation that we had in this automation is from him. Nice. That really, he's uh, so cool. Yeah. But you guys yeah. like are Muse using electricity sure. now. It's
0: clean yeah, powered. It's, it's clean. Do you have solar panels. No, no. Are you going to use any solar panels I, at the the, the electric?
2: Delivery? I mean, it requires a lot to turn on right. a device, but it doesn't require much to to continuously power it. Okay. So be, I have not noticed any kind of electric bill increase
3: okay Okay. yeah because you know uh with propane and uh, any other some form of energy other than induction of course you're heating up not only the wort and the kettles you're heating up the surroundings you're heating Mm -hmm. the whole room right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. how
2: much of that flame bounces off the side of the kettle right like 90 percent, really like there's no heat conversion and then it has to pass through the kettle Mm -hmm. you know like what what loss is there of energy there are our electric heating
3: elements sit inside the kettle they're right there right Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's very e- efficient and mm-hmm. um, uh, you can have fine control of all these things yeah you and have that, more that's control our goal, yeah. yeah very cool and so electricity microcontrollers yeah and it works um, with the
2: microcontroller better that's
3: yeah. the, the main thing <laughs> and android tablet control everything eventually we want to move it to voice we will see we it's still prototyping it um, everything is going to be wow. mostly automated and you know our, our dream is to sit around relax see a beer brew itself and but yeah. also have a control and talk to it and You know, get feedback. Those kind of things is what uh, we are envisioning. That's so cool. We we talked about actually putting like lazy boys, like right, right, right in front. (laughs) So you're not gonna have people
0: making the beer. Aurelia is gonna make the beer. Uh, Pretty much.
2: We're not really. You still have to have a brewer. Oh yeah. I might. I (laughs) might. (laughs) I mean, you need somebody to put
0: the the recipes together. But I'm saying like you don't. You're not gonna need that much of a staff. (laughs) There's
3: still labor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Definitely labor involved. Okay. Until the robots come. I would say there's just as much labor.
2: I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute. There's, it's just as much labor as you would expect at a, at a full-scale brewery like Ode. Um, it, mm. There's, it, just, it's automated. I mean, humans still gotta do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cleaning, oh, yeah really. <laughs> the, the automation is literally just to hone in the recipe. It's not to remove the. It's just to remove the human element of error. Yeah. That's yeah. the idea. You yeah. Know, we we want
0: consistency if, 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 if consistency
2: absolutely that is the word if mm-hmm. there's the word you take away from this the system it's yeah. consistency
0: yeah. also
3: you know uh, think about it a, a traditional brewery will have um, a lot of manual work I- even including the mashing step you know they're they're like you know mixing the mash with the hot water to keep up with it. and it's also a single temperature mash you know with this a small batch control system we could do step mashes, but we don't have to do all that physical work you know you can control it you keep an eye on it but you don't have to exert yourself that much. Uh, there's A lot of people say you're taking the fun out of the brewing. No, we, actually, it's not. It's yeah, we had a super lot of fun, fun building the system. Building the system <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> now, we want to put it to work and see how it performs. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really exciting. All
0: that's... right, so we want to talk about the buyouts and about why it's important to shop independent, Uh-oh. Justin.
2: Yeah, that is an exciting topic right now. Um...
0: Especially because now you're going to be a local Person, i am beer.
2: yeah and and so you know i By come local. from lnf where like you know we were budweiser if, mm-hmm. you didn't, if you didn't know the craft side like that's what you thought we were um so yeah you know, budweiser's been on the the war path right like four peaks entered the city last year i mean carbot got bought out last year well, there's a lot of AB influence in the city right now
0: yeah um, let's so, talk about that
2: yeah okay <laughs> um you know my opinion of everything is is very unique, I think, because mm-hmm. of the position that I was in. You know, I don't know. if You guys are all aware. I was, I was uh, one of the craft sales representatives um, for. I mean, for a while, I was the craft representative. Me and Adrian really ran the entire. Yeah, department. you
0: guys got a lot of heat.
2: A, a department that saw crazy growth. Like yeah. Adrian and I. Man, I love that whole team. Actually, I mean, every, everybody deserves respect. But it, Adrian specifically, we did a good job. That's what I'll say. We did a good job. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, I got to see a lot of the the good and the dark, like, the dark side, really, of just, you know, distribution, like, no, they don't get any love. Like, mm-hmm. they do the hardest job, and they get no love. But people don't understand that. They will ne- They never will until you work distribution. I remember the first day I got hired, Nick LaMontilla told me, like, you're never going to appreciate how hard it is to get a beer on the shelf now that you have this job. Like, he's, like, absolutely right. Like, you know, after, like, a year and I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's... There's just so much that people don't realize that, that goes into distribution. Yeah. And it's the unsung hero. Like, they, they don't get the glory of making the beer, mm-hmm. right? And they don't, or the product, or whatever it is that they're distributing, right? Um, they don't get the extension of the brand. Um, and they don't get to serve it to the customer and be the hero there either. Like, they're literally the unsung hero. And they Behind work harder the than everybody. Yeah. yeah. But it's also interesting to me because, you know, yeah, they're, they're like a monolithic company. That mm-hmm. has reached beyond the measure that any of us really know. Like, I think I don't, I think I know, I don't know. Like, it's crazy.
1: You're talking about AB InBev or? AB InBev specifically. Okay. Um, okay. But, like,
2: big companies. Yeah. Um, and so, often find myself on both sides of the argument of independent versus corporate. And so, you know, sometimes I I will tease the people that are like, that are like, oh my god, I hate up This and this, and I'll play devil's advocate and be like, well, what do you? What's, yeah. what's wrong with it? What's this, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I'll be on the complete opposite side of the argument when something else happens. And so it's been it's been a little bit of turmoil for me to like really. Have people called my, you like yeah.
0: hypocrite because you were distributing that and then yeah, all uh, the time local and all sure. that.
2: Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just continuously like tried to like reevaluate like what being a good human was. Like that's my mantra. Like being <laughs> <a> human. <laughs> Like, it's not hard. Like, whatever, like, code or path you have, and you just be a good human, man. Like, it's, you know, I worked for what a lot of people thought was a terrible company. LNF is a great company, by
0: the way. I love LNF.
2: I mean, I'm not paid to say that anymore. I'm three months (laughs) removed, so, like, that's legit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's the one that gives the best service, not just because I'm a business owner, but they they don't give me shit about, like, you have to order this many cases and blah, 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 blah. That was a good move. Ruben is the best delivery man ever.
2: It was a good move to remove... Yeah. case quantity yeah no stuff. seriously because yeah, now I'm getting
0: shit from the other one I mean yeah. I understand it from glazers but yeah. the well, other one is doing yeah. it too and I'm like Fun.
2: This is not an LNF sponsored post, so we're gonna move no, on. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: no, but, but like okay. that's my
2: background. So, but now for, that
0: you are on the local side, what do right, you think of it?
2: Right. So I'm an independent. You know, yeah. it's it's just you know I don't have any investors. I don't have any like weird yeah. money coming mm-hmm. from yeah. other places. Like it's just me and I'm broke. So um, that's always fun. Best it, way it, to start a business. Yeah, guys, okay. broke, dude. yeah, When you're when you were explaining earlier, dude, like I wanted to chime in and be like, heard that? Like, because yeah. <laughs> <does> I know. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, it's always been an ever-changing conversation internally for me i've i've just pitted myself against everything all the odds um and i i I think i just kept finding this one pattern that really bothered me and i i first like kind of like exposed it to eddie while i was who's my replacement at lnf Mm -hmm. now and uh, by all means I understand he's fucking killing it like yeah, better than great. I am and it's like ooh, I'm a little jealous you're doing so well like I know I trained <laughs> you but like mm, you're doing better than me so I'm he does
0: have a really good laugh yeah he's he's laugh of the <laughs> laugh of
2: the year for sure yeah yeah, dude shout out to Eddie man he's awesome and he knows everything like and he's so humble about it he knows all of the things like like wine <laughs> liquor just is nuts um yeah LNF's having a field day with him so, so yeah local I, I explained to him. I was like, "Look, man, let's talk about the average craft beer consumer." By the way, I hate the word "craft." Um, it's just beer. There's good beer. There's bad beer. There's independent beer. There's corporate beer. Like, if I could never use that word again, I, I, I would. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm marketing to people that like understand the quality of beer using the word "craft," right. so like I have to. But like I hate Say that, that word.
0: That word is bastardized now. Yeah. Well,
2: there's no identity to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which joseph from the Hoppy monk kind of like predicted would occur and i was like oh man like man that's one of my heroes by the way shout out to him too i'm throwing lots of shout outs like, <laughs> Yay. yeah joey joey's awesome He's uh, a one one of my personal heroes uh and so, so
0: so are you gonna be like joey now that you're in gonna um, be independent and local are you gonna say like fuck the man or are you gonna still like
2: so I'm going to always let the consumer decide, but okay. I think what's important is to let the consumer have all the information to make the decision. That's literally my standpoint. So education. So, yeah. But moreover than that, um, I think people, like, you know, there's the big is bad, small is good mentality. And I don't like that mentality because there's a lot of mm-hmm. big companies that are great. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of small companies that suck. True. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't. I, I reject that. Yeah, it's not I, that simple. Like, that yeah. association, like, I just, you can't, you can't typecast that. It yeah. doesn't yeah. work. It's not black and white. So, what I told Eddie, was like, all right, you're the average craft consumer, right? And he's like, yeah. And I said, okay, dude, what's your favorite thing about craft beer? You know, we got into it for a little bit. He's like, the variety, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. You know, Founders has their entire line here. You know, we're we're the tail end of distribution. It's very difficult for breweries to send beer to El Paso because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense typically yeah. um, unless there are overages in other markets or a satellite location. Mm-hmm. By all means, no one sees us as a destination um, except perhaps Santa Fe, which is why Santa Fe kills it here.
1: Yeah. yeah, because
2: they're our backyard, right? Like they're more local than any of the Texas oh, breweries, yeah. really, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and they've been invested for a long time. I'm like, okay, so there's about like I think at the time I I had this conversation with them, I was like, there's like 109 breweries that have their have their beer available to El Paso, right? That's how many different breweries you can purchase a beer from on the shelves or on draft, whatever, right? And I said, okay, by the beginning of 2018, that's gonna drop substantially. It'll probably go to like 80 or less. Wow, why is that? Because shit or get off the pot, man. I mean, I think a lot of people already have the rights in Texas in the other markets in the Dash Market, right? Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Houston. And so it doesn't cost them to send some of their beer to their satellite locations if they're already signed with a distributor they just push the cases or kegs over to el paso and they say well whatever Mm -hmm. sales we get is free because we don't have a rep there yeah but what they don't understand um suppliers i I think sometimes and maybe they do i don't know i'm not them but you know if you're in a market and you're not looking at it like you could just be hurting your brand overall Mm -hmm. um and so I think now people are realizing that, and so they're pulling out of these markets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Alesmith's deal is, but I imagine that was part of it. Um, yeah. But a lot of breweries are getting cut. They're just they're not meeting the demand of what they need to, so some are pulling out of Texas entirely. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. what you're really going to see is not the amount of breweries are reducing. You're, you're going to see less SKUs. You're going to see, like, Founders has, like, nine SKUs at Specs right now, just on the, on the hot shelf. That's how many brands you can get um that will probably dwindle by the end of this year to maybe three or four you're yeah. gonna get like the core all day whatever like firestone walker we used to have everything yeah. we i say we i'm not with all enough anymore sorry guys so firestone used to have easy jack dba pivo like um wookie Ooh, right wookie well so they canceled that line mm-hmm. entirely throughout the country so i don't really <laughs> count so that good, yeah well are you, do you have wookus yet Yes. Yeah, it was that it was a good beer. <laughs> yeah, it is a really good. I don't beer. have any it's left. Well. It's real good. It's a um, black orchid <laughs> I drank all of it. It's delicious. Go get
0: some Wookus. Um But anyways. Yeah.
2: So a lot of Bra- Firestone reduced their entire lineup in El Paso to four skews. They've got 805, right, which is their money maker. It's their light blonde ale. It's delicious. They've got.
0: They Union have EC Jack. Jack still. No,
2: Union Jack's getting canned. Really? Yeah. It's Union getting, Jack is getting canned? No, Easy Jack's getting canned. Union oh, Jack okay. is fine. Union Jack's the, the so quintessential I I West Coast the IPA. Time. Union Jack okay. will be around for okay. forever. And then even, even if people don't like it or don't drink it, like which they should because it's an amazing beer. <laughs> yeah. no, like Union Jack will be around. Yeah, Luponic they're rotational, and then they have just their specialty, which is the rotational, uh, like Fordham, Adversus, and Ferros right, stuff. Right, that one. Yeah, and that's it. That's all you're going to see on shelves now. Really? They yanked everything. DBA what about is not in the Merlin. Uh, oh, okay. So Merlin will come. Now that it's Nitro Merlin, I guess they're probably testing the market to see how it'll work.
0: Okay. That Mocha is amazing.
2: Yeah. We're probably going to have that next. Those are those are small batch stuff, as I understand. I mean, if it does well, then they'll continue it. But yeah. what I understood is that they're yanking everything, uh, everything outside those those four. core. Okay. And so to get back on track, that's going to keep happening. Yeah. Yeah. And so to you, Eddie, the person that I previously had this conversation with, now that... What you did previously associate with the craft industry as variety is now dwindling. Mm -hmm. Do you care who you buy your beer from? Because of the radical business practices that ensue. I'm not going to name the specific brewery, but if a a company has so much money that they can push other people off the shelves, at what point do you say, I don't want to support this company anymore? Because there's definitely a point along the line. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Case in point, a new Walmart opened up. Um, down by my house on Donovan, and they were like, all right, this seems like the first time that we can really honestly maybe put craft in, right? So they were like, pick three brands. Oh, yeah. It was Car-box? one brand, another. Uh-huh. I don't know, I'm saying nothing. I, well, I <laughs> brand, shop there. Another brand and, and another brand. And then it was a, it was a good mix. It was a good set of styles, right? At one point, just because it's a small supplier, one of them ran out of stock. And so another supplier came in and said, hey, you can just pick up my second brand. I have that style too. Okay. And so okay. they did. So now they've got two of one brand and one of another independent. And it only took a week or two because they just have the, the, they've just <laughs> they've got reps in every city and they're just pushing so hard huh. that they're able to go. And I would make the same decision if I was that Walmart yeah. guy, because it's easier. you know. They're able yes. to go in and say, hey, um, you've got two of my beers. You've got this other one. It's a great beer, but wouldn't it be easier to just order from one supplier with the same skew right. across the board and right. the same price? And the guy's like, yeah, of course that's easier. So then what was three different varietals, hopefully expanding to six, now is one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's just one circumstance, right? And that was only in the matter of weeks that that occurred, right? I would imagine that in 2019, once the bubble hits, because, right, the bubble's going to hit and craft beer is going to, like, there's just too many breweries, man. Like, it's... Albuquerque has like 40 breweries. Like a, oh an 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 hour my hour hour gosh, hour they have a hour smaller hour. population than El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> They're smaller than us. There's 600,000. We're like 800,000. If you had to put 40 breweries in El Paso, where would you put them? Yeah. Where well, would, we got
0: five, right? In six six less than two me. years. Six yeah. with yours. And
2: then uh, Los Brothers is coming soon, too. Yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah, I don't know who they are. I
0: have no idea Yeah, either. I asked
2: around because it's like, So I that's I in know, the span of two years,
0: three maximum? Yeah. That's a pretty fast... I would say for El Paso. I think Paso? El pass is
2: fine. I think we can cap out at around nine or ten. I think you we're think good. So? Hmm. Um. I think we're good, and I think we're becoming that locally centric city that yeah. I've always really wanted. I mean, I love this city. I was born here. Uh, this is home, um, and I'm glad to see it like Get blossom. To where it's so, going. like, mm-hmm. yeah. Hell yeah, man. I, I guess what I would like to reveal to consumers is like, okay, yeah, you're the Joe Schmo. You don't care who brews your beer. You just want your KBS. You just want your your Goose Island yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. Like how long before You're not able to get that stuff anymore Because they've pushed the market out And they don't need to sell you that in order to get your business Right, right? When, when what, is, what was 109 breweries becomes 80 breweries Becomes 40 breweries Do you care now? The average El Paso consumer, do you care? Not really. <laughs> who, who you're? I bet you do. Or if you I don't, do. But I, I don't think the, that average, the average, consumer average consumer does. When you see that your favorite beer isn't on the shelf anymore, like, and why? I bet you care. Yeah, yeah you may You just don't know. You, well, don't, know they, you don't know what's going on. If they take out Bud Light,
0: the then there'll be a revolution or something. Well, no, it's <laughs> becoming
3: less and less America's favorite. I actually expect Bud Light to go up this year. <laughs> really? It was Budweiser they were talking about. Budweiser. I, Not I, Bud Bud I ex- Light. Okay. Okay. I expect
2: E. B. and Bev to increase in market share and profitability this year. I think people are done with yeah. yeah, and I think like macro beer is cool again. Um, people are tired of spending eight dollars on a pint of beer. Uh, <laughs> what will save, and this is my called arms. This is my like, what will hey. save El Paso craft beer as we know it is hyperlocalism. Awesome. Buy that okay. local pint, even if you're not. It, Buy that local IPA, even if it's sitting right next to Union Jack or Lagunitas IPA. Like, even if you, like, just buy it. Like, that's what you do. Keep that's the how money you here. That's how you save. Yeah. yeah. Keep it seriously. Like, that's what you do. Even mm-hmm. if you don't like that brewery. Even if you don't like what they do. Like No,
0: but you know what? I am buying more local brewery kegs than the other stuff.
2: And they're probably selling faster, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See?
0: They pop in, like, one or two weeks, Because consumers which is are something more... unheard of before in yeah. the Block Orchid.
2: Consumers want to make a local choice before they make a value choice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they want to try. They want to try what's going on in here. And and Mm. thankfully, they were liking it. They Mm. are. Good job, El Paso. I can
2: see that El Paso could one day have only maybe 20 breweries that are available in the market. And half of them are AB and Bev, Glade, whatever, right? Yeah. I I Uh, mean, and it's not even the full line anymore, right? You've just got these SKUs, and you have no variety. You have no choice. You can't get the stuff that you want. We're back in 2006 now. (laughs) And it's like you've got this good beer right mm-hmm. and it's good because it's well made and it's massively distributed and package dates are solid cuz there's great sell through to the consumer but like do you care the average consumer like do you care now like of course you do of course you do 100% of you care now and so i encourage you if you're listening to think about the decision you're going to make in purchasing a macro beer versus a micro or independent and consider the ramifications i mean joey from hoppy monk looked at some some IRI data that showed that A local dollar spent Goes three times farther mm-hmm. Than a corporate dollar It means yes. do you want your money To go out to Chicago exactly. Or another country Like exactly. It
0: doesn't even go to Chicago anymore
2: It's really simple to understand That money that's transferred From one El Paso citizen To another mm-hmm. Goes back to more El Paso yeah. citizens I think yeah, really yeah. anyone can understand that I think the challenge is People thinking they can make a difference With their one dollar yeah, um, mm-hmm. and so yeah that's my like that's my question to you like at what point along the line do you care like do you care now that we're only gonna have 80 breweries in this city <laughs> is that something like i care i fucking care yeah uh i want my i like i want my variety like i want my kbs my goose yeah. island but not if it's gonna mean that that it's going to be Glendale. detrimental yeah. to the market i'm not yeah. gonna buy that stuff right yeah firestone might even be in that category i mean it's Duval, it's another craft brewery, but if you look yeah. at like, their business statement and what they stand for, it's like, oh, I don't know if I like this company. Like, anyways, <laughs> that, that's my, like, hang my hat on the idea of like, just think about where your dollar goes. Think about you know, every time you buy that, that one, mm-hmm. whatever. It's, it's pushing away the other beer that you would ordinarily go for. Yeah.
3: What, what about this? I mean, you know, uh, this is all great. You know, uh, think about where your money is going but uh, an average drinker in El Paso loves their light Hellas lagers. Yeah, know. okay. Uh, uh, w- why Why is any of the local breweries trying to brew such a beer and make steak? it affordable mm-hmm. and distribute it? You know, tr- if you try to do that, I think it's easier Brewing to brew. Well, it... El Paso Brewing has a Hellas. And Brewing the Hellas is dope. A, is, is yeah. fantastic. Man, that's a phenomenal beer. It they is nailed good. it. I like that. That's, that's mm-hmm. the beer I get every
2: time I go there.
3: Yeah, and, and, you know, if it's well-distributed and everything, that's makes it just yeah. one step easier. Capture that market, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I think that you nailed a really, like, kind of point for me that, that I, I like to discuss openly. I feel like the ultra Coors Light, Budweiser, whatever drinker, um, the light beer consumer, right, to answer your question very directly, those people, perhaps not all of them, but a good majority of them, I would say, don't necessarily like beer. I think they just like alcohol yeah and that beer is an easy vessel for alcohol to enter their body it's a good transition it's less abrasive than than liquor and it's not so you know like because it's not wine right it's not it's easy to sell actually it's easy to sell because it's a bottle you pop it you serve it it's done right you go to a store it's accessible everywhere it's Mm -hmm. got it has centric uh, the, the opportunity is there it's you can mm-hmm. go to any store and they're going to have that. Yeah. And it's consistent because that's the best brewery in the world, right? Mm-hmm. They make everything perfect. Yep. And if it's... like They dump more beer than the highest like 10 craft breweries brew combined all year. Like, it's <laughs> some some dumb like don't quote me on that statistic yeah. but it's like pretty bad. Because yeah. like, they'll throw away stuff if it doesn't work. Yeah, that, that brewery is incredible. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance I don't care if you... Are super into craft? You don't want to go go go, go yeah, to a Budweiser facility. Yeah, check it out, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely.
3: And those
2: guys are the best brewers in the world too. Like they, yeah. they're.
0: I've been to the Miller Light, to the Miller, not Miller Light, the Miller those guys Pond. are
2: crazy too. I imagine. It's fucking
0: delicious, fresh. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fucking delicious. I day fresh Budweiser's really good. Yeah. It is good. <laughs> <laughs> it is good.
2: Like uh, so, L does that every once in a while, where they're yeah. pulling day fresh. Like literally, the yeah. beer was bottled. Yeah. A, a, that same day that they're serving, it gets shipped oh. in at like twelve oh one from Houston and drives yeah. all the way out. Mm-hmm. Those beers are good. I like ultra. <laughs> I drink. I have ultra in my fridge right I now. I know
0: mm-hmm. you said that drink, to me a long time ago. I'm I like, drink Budweiser,
2: really? <laughs> like Clamato's. like that's my yeah. thing. Like, dude, I have one at home. It's the poor man's Goza. <laughs> like, I drink, <laughs> I drink it all the time. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty good. But yeah. going
0: back to your point about sure. the breweries making the Hellas and all that, El Paso
2: Brewing's Hellas is like better than everything I just mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's that's one local beer that mm-hmm. that is better, and even. If it were as affordable and mm-hmm. as accessible as these big core brands, I still think most people would not purchase it. Yeah. Because it's
1: not as familiar. It's got familiarity. My dad's dad it. drank it before right. and his
2: dad this. Yeah. And the mass media marketing. The, yeah. It, it's... Dilly dilly. Yeah. Oh, dilly that was dilly. a genius ad. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, disgustingly inventive. Man, they nailed it because... Craft people use it to like mm-hmm. cheer each other, and I'm like, "What a joke! Like, don't do that, dude! Like, what are you dilly? thinking? Yeah, I see it on the Borderlands page, and I'm like, I'm all steaming and fuming. Like, don't do that, man! But uh, yeah, they they nailed it. They totally yeah. nailed it. Yeah, and I so yeah, to to be open about that, uh, Victor, I think that they could never win that battle. Um, oh,
3: it's not about winning the battle. I, I the point is, you know. Uh, When we are saying to the average consumer, think about where your dollar is going. going, um, I think the breweries also have to make it easy to brew the certain styles that local people 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 like and want. And it's easy for them to get into the independent craft beer if uh, there's a way to start. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's one brewery who's doing it. You know.
3: Yeah. There's everybody's brewing IPAs, neppers, dippers. Saisons, breads, Zipa. you know, sours. What is this? Come on. Yeah. Brew well, that's a simple what I'm saying, beer, Victor, you know? is that
2: I think that those consumers that are drinking these commercial lagers wouldn't, wouldn't ever transition no matter what. Yeah, no. Let's So see. you can't market to those Let's consumers. see El Paso. <laughs> Make them. Challenge <laughs> them. El Paso Brewing we Company is Lager. That's like <laughs> the German version of Budweiser. And Germany invented beer, basically. They sure did. So you should... You should your, try it. Your tecate is you a You should go try wrestler. that beer. Mm-hmm. If you that. like beer, you don't like beer. Go try it. <laughs> <laughs> post, post comments. Like, like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Awesome. So is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience?
0: Just to wrap Where up. Where
1: can they find
2: you? You said it was Wrestler and Artcraft. Right. So yeah, around Wrestler and Artcraft, we're at 1620 North Wrestler. We mm-hmm. won't be open for... Uh, the next three or four months is what it looks like. I'm thinking May.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for opening your doors to your house. Absolutely. i glad you guys came. Here.
1: Check out the pictures. They're going to be great.
0: Oh, yeah. They're going to be great. They're oh, pro. I forgot those. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. So thank you very much again. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, guys. Thank Yay. you, Victor. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. You know where we post our stuff. SoundCloud, iTunes, all that.
1: Run all the podcatcher apps just find us inside the drinker studio uh if you'd like to be on the podcast you can send us an email at inside the drinker studio yeah, hopefully we can at get gmail.com. caitlin next time before she caitlin and claudius we'll, yeah come on we'll those
2: are the elusive <laughs> well
1: right. claudius
0: is like we've been trying for a year forever yeah, yeah i'm not touching that with time. a 50
2: foot pole so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well we can continue talking off the of all right thank you love, love you. you mean it bye, bye guys bye My breathing code is
2: binary And my lunch is still processing